I'm Marissa Donnelly, host of the Vulnerability Podcast, a podcast series focused on being vulnerable, being emotional, being deep, and talking about topics that people often shy away from. In this podcast series, you'll see stories of faith, hope, inspiration, darkness, frustration, and everything that really challenges us to speak to our human experience and to do so in shedding our skins and being vulnerable. Welcome back to the Vulnerability Podcast. I'm your host, Marissa Donnelly, and today I have Alyssa Mopia, who is the co-founder and producer of Futures Past. I'm so excited to have her on the show today. And I actually spoke with her last week and we had an amazing conversation surrounded by vulnerability and kind of what that means in this crazy time we're going through right now. And so I wanted to kind of continue that conversation But first, Alyssa, can you just share a little bit about yourself for my audience so they can get to know you? Yeah, absolutely. First off, thank you so much for having me, Marissa. I'm really excited and I'm really touched and honored to chat with you today. Um, So my name is Alyssa and I'm the co-founder of Futures Past, which is a creative media production agency based here in San Diego. We focus on a lot of photo and film production for commercial, branding, and lifestyle clients, both here locally and also globally. And in addition to that, my passion project is Coffee and Convos, which is a podcast and platform highlighting vulnerability and creativity in the conversations that I have with people over coffee. Awesome. Yes, I'm so glad you mentioned that because that's actually... Alyssa, how I found you originally, I was, um, I forget how Instagram is crazy, but I stumbled across Coffee and Convos on Instagram and just reading the description and seeing some of the the pictures and the previous podcast conversations, I was like, wow, this is, this is perfect. This is so aligned. And what I'm trying to do with my vulnerability podcast is just really open the door as, as you are to having conversations that I think people so often shy away from. Thank you. Yeah, I think it's so important because conversation is just like another tool for connection, right? And it's like one of the strongest forms of how we can really strengthen the relationships we have with people, whether we just met them or they've been like good friends for years. Mm -hmm. And it really just garners a lot of that vulnerability through any of the stories that we tell one another. And I think it's so beautiful that you do have this platform highlighting vulnerability because I truly believe that like vulnerability is such a strength and a superpower that each and every one of us can really like embody if we choose to. Yeah, that's a big thing. If you choose to, I think that's, Mm -hmm. that's something that scares so many people away because I feel like mainstream culture presents vulnerability as a weakness as opposed to a strength and oh if you're bearing your soul or if you're sharing about your mistakes or your failures especially in the business world it's it's kind of looked at like oh well you know so and so doesn't have their stuff together they're making mistakes they're messy their business is all over the place and so we shy away from that but actually I don't know about you but some of the accounts that I've resonated with the most and some of the businesses that I've actually pursued work uh, with is are the ones that aren't afraid to say you know, hey, we've, you know, we did this wrong and now we learned this, or this is what's really going on behind the scenes. I feel like that, that peek into the reality is really important. Yeah, I completely agree. And that was something that we like to uphold in our company as well, is just really gathering that story behind why 
a company started, right? Like what is your brand story? What's your mission statement? And beyond that, like what's your personal connection with the your business? Because I truly feel like, you know, there are so many other production companies out there, so many other photographers and filmmakers. And though like it's it's quote unquote like a, a saturated space, there's still so much room for so much of us to thrive because we can connect specifically with certain types of people and clients and it's through that vulnerability and if it aligns with kind of like our brand values as well I think that's so important because it's we have like a very in-depth conversation with our clients before our onboarding process just to make sure that we're a good fit because we have experienced people and clients we've worked with in the past because of course like when starting out you just want to like make money right you want to make money off of your business so you kind of maybe sell yourself short or maybe don't work with your ideal clients right away but Mm -hmm. that's always like a learning lesson I feel and it wasn't until we figured out like okay maybe we shouldn't work with this client again in the future and if they do approach us we'll just kind of explain like you know like I like we are not a good fit for you and Um, Just based off of like our communication style and how we work and how we want to be very involved, you know, maybe just doesn't align in that way. But also just like on the conversational side as well, like if, if I were just to approach someone and, um, you know, want to have a coffee and combos and if it's such a different story when they don't open up and be vulnerable, because sometimes that conversation won't align with like our audience or, um, like even myself, because it's just like, okay, I'm trying to pull out that vulnerability and trying to pull out that, um, your story. And I, I don't expect you to like cry or like to, um, bear your soul with me, but I do expect, I'm sure as you would as well, just like to share a part of your story that you feel comfortable with. And that like has really impacted your life. And, in turn can impact somebody else's, right? Like there's always those, those moments that we don't share with the world that um, we have so much opportunity to really relate to other people because they've probably gone through something similar. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's one of the key components of success, actually. I mean, business-wise and personal relationship-wise, if you're not willing to be really open about those things, then how do people connect to you? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. And especially, I think it's especially relevant with everything that's going on right now with the coronavirus and just the fear that's, that's happening. I know I've, mm-hmm. I've witnessed a lot of disconnection with people around me where it seems like people have forgotten that just because we can't physically see each other or just because we can't go out to eat and mm-hmm. grab a drink or whatever it is that there's somehow a disconnect between you know the strength of our connection and going to these physical places and so it's just i think what's happening right now really calls for vulnerability more than ever people to say yeah this is hard and this is what i'm going through and really invest in having those open conversations with one another yes absolutely It's definitely taken a toll on me. I want to say that like exactly what you said, like we have to be open and vulnerable. And honestly, for the last two weeks, 
um, I've been in a state of reflection. I've been in a very observant mode because I, as soon as like the news came out and like there was, you know, just like, it was just negative media and negative media and negative media and just like breaking news headlines after the other. And it's just like, when is this going to end? You know, like this is insane. And I feel like after, after like self-isolating and really being reflective within myself and just taking the time to be like, all right, like I've adjusted, um, our business has adjusted, the podcast has adjusted, like everything was just in an adaptive phase. Um, I feel more comfortable now than I did those first few weeks. And mostly because I, I, it was scary, you know, it was definitely mm-hmm. scary to, to think like, okay, well, we, we just moved into a studio space here in San Diego. Like we had a futures past headquarters where we would shoot and edit out of. And because most of our clients and income relies on people hiring us to work on site, either at their space or somewhere else or within our space, that it meant that we had to put a lot of our um, projects on hold indefinitely. And it was just like a very scary reality to accept because, you know, now what do we do about our overhead? What do we do Mm -hmm. about like, there was so much uncertainty and there still is just being in this phase of like, okay, like I've accepted it and now it's time to innovate. How can I really reframe my mindset? And instead of operating in a place of fear and um, uncertainty, like the things that I can control are how I like react to something and also how much effort I put into something because I've, I don't know, I feel like I've been like the laziest person. I haven't worked as, as hard as I should have. And I would kind of beat myself up over it. But in reality, it's like, you know, we're all feeling this overwhelm. We're all feeling this anxiety and sadness and uncertainty. And it's just like, I can't, I have to kind of allow myself some grace to accept Mm -hmm. that. Like right now, like this is just how I should feel. And then, you know, as long as I let time pass and as long as I'm comfortable with it, then like I'll slowly regain that same energy that I had before once I like start adapting and like really shift my mindset to create that like safe space for myself. Because again, like we can't really control what's happening outside, (laughs) like our, um, like what's happening in the world, but we could at least control like what, how, how we talk to ourselves, how we like wake up in the morning and like, just like what kind of routine can we implement? Maybe it's not the same before but like how can we still work out or implement like some some activity when we have to stay at home right it's again Mm -hmm. just like adapting and it's scary and it's I don't know I feel like I'm ranting and I apologize but no um, no you're fine I think you're sharing so many so many truths I mean one of the things that I'm really holding on to from what you just said is time you know you said that you gave yourself time and I think that's so key right now. It's everybody, you know, we, we hear the news and then it's like, okay, what do we do? What's our next step? Like, how do we handle this? How do we control our business? You know, where do we make income? What do we do about a shutdown? Like everybody's in like fast forward mode, almost trying to pick up the pieces and trying to understand what to do next. And for me, that's, I think one of my biggest struggles is I'm a what's next kind of person. I'm a, I have a plan. I have a schedule. Here's, you know, the next thing on the to do. And so when it's, when I'm faced with so much unknown, 
I'm like, okay, but now what, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. And so when yeah. you said time, I was like, yeah, you know, sometimes we don't have a plan and we don't know. So we just have to give it time. And I think I resonate with what you shared about, you know, when you gave yourself some time, then it was like, okay, now I can reframe my mind and have a new attitude. And I think that's important. That only comes when we give ourselves time. If we're trying to like rush through everything and hurry through our healing or hurry through our stress or our decisions, we can't really get to a healthy place. But if we get time and we allow time to come in, then it helps us to refocus and say, okay, I might not be able to have you know, clients come to my physical space and take their pictures, but I could perhaps do a you know, video webinar or I could host a, you know, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, with, with all of this extra time, because a lot of us are working from home and unfortunately some of us have maybe lost our jobs. Like I think it's um, time for us to kind of really look inward um, and come like come from a place of like reflection and just being like, you know, it's, it sucks that like a lot of people are laid off from what they imagine was a stable job, but this is such an unpredictable time that, you know, maybe it, it's time for all of us to kind of like really look at, like take a catalog of our lives and be like, was I operating in a place where I was passionate. And if I was, and I still got let go of my job, like, okay, what can I do? Cause that like, you could use your skills and your talent to ideally like produce the course online. Like you said, like host your own webinar. Like we have access to all of these amazing tools on social media. And to be honest, though, I, I personally have had to take a step back from social media and again, like during that time, just reframe, okay, how am I going to approach this? Because there are a lot of people going on lives right now. There's a lot of people um, selling their courses and doing webinars and stuff. And it's, it's at the same time kind of competing for your attention, but it's where your intention goes, your energy flows type of thing. Where are you what are you investing in during this time? Is it to better yourself? Is it to um, put out a new skill of yours? Is it, you know, I think it's a, it's a state of exploration and innovation for sure. I've actually, um, aside from work stuff, because since work has slowed down for me personally, I've, since I had like a backlog of podcasts coming out, I've just spent time editing them and then um, communicating with any clients, just, you know, keeping them on top of mind and adjusting any plans that we had for April and moving it down to maybe May or June. Like, we don't know. But in addition mm-hmm. to that, I've really found peace in, in just trying new things. Like, there's recipes that I haven't tried before that I bookmarked for ages. And so for the last five days, I've tried like a new recipe a day. We're still in such a weird adjustment phase, but if you find like little things that bring you joy, like cooking or trying a new recipe, then like, I think that's great. And it's such a nice change. I mean, I know we're kind of both speaking from a place of privilege and I just want to acknowledge that maybe, you know, other people listening might not be in that place where if you've lost a job, it's a daily struggle to figure out how your family's going to survive. So I do want to speak to that as well. You know, we're just coming from our, from our lens of, okay, you know, looking at the positivity, but 
also wanting to acknowledge that some people don't have that ability. So I think that's important to keep in mind, but I agree with you. I think we have to find ways to make this new normal feel okay. So mm-hmm. yeah, whether it's cooking or um, something I did the other night with my boyfriend's son was we colored. And I was like, oh. wow, I haven't colored in years. And it was so peaceful and healing. And it was just a really cool thing that I hadn't done. So I feel like whenever we can shift our focus to try to get through it, not as a means of like, okay, let's just forge ahead and not acknowledge our feelings, but as a welcomed release, I think Mm, that's what I love that welcomed release as opposed to a distraction because we're stressed. I think there's a big difference there. Yeah. And I love that you said that too, because you know, as entrepreneurs and just in people who work a nine to five, we're so used to like the hustle and so used to like constantly being in work mode and like, how can I make more money? How can I like do more and be more? And it's just, it's tragic and unfortunate thing that's happening in the world right now. But I do feel like there is a light at the end of the tunnel that when Mm -hmm. people do look inward and just, again, take that time to reflect, we are in such a state of like unknown, but it really depends. Like, what are you going to do about it? Right? Mm -hmm. Like you can sit there and sulk or you could hustle it out and then just keep yourself burnt out. But like, honestly, I look at this period as like a welcomed um, period of rest. I, I accept this and I embrace this moment in time where I can bake things and I can take the time to watercolor and take the time to like read more books and educate myself on things that I told myself I never had time for before because I was too busy. But yeah, there is such a beauty in this like struggle we're all feeling. And I think that's Mm -hmm. something too, is that there's this like universal understanding that like, okay, guys, like this really sucks, but also we will be okay. Like the headlines and everything as shitty as they are and as just crappy everything is like there's so much that we can do if we not just practice you know good things but also Mm -hmm. if we like come together and support one another when people are seeking your help um and like you said being there and showing up for people and like there's this amazing way to connect with people right now and instead of doing like happy hours at a bar, it's like virtual happy hours at like, and everyone's just in their rooms and we're all drinking something different and it doesn't cost a dime for us Mm -hmm. to leave our homes. And it's, it, it, we are cultivating that special connection with our, with people that we hold close to in our lives. And I think that's beautiful. I was so against like social media. Like I was I read that book, Digital Minimalism by Cal Newport. And it was just like, yeah, like, you know, you have to um, be very intentional with social media, which I am. But like, because of these last two weeks, I also dove in into social media and was just like liking everything and in the state of overwhelm of like, man, like my brain hurts for the, all of the content I just took in. Yeah. <laughs> but it is, again, like how you spend that time online. Is it connecting with someone um, new and just like how we met online, right? Like, mm-hmm. okay, like I found your content and I think it's really awesome. And I love your mission to highlight like the vulnerability that people have and to really bring that out and like empower vulnerability and other people's lives. That's beautiful. And 
you know, like we wouldn't have that opportunity if it wasn't for these like online connections. Yeah. You were, um, you mentioned the virtual happy hour and I started a, um, I'm calling it coffee collective and it's basically the concept of a, of a happy hour, but like a virtual coffee date. And I just went live on Facebook and welcomed friends, family, and strangers and just answered questions live and just talked because I felt like what I was really missing, like I go on coffee dates with, uh, with clients, with friends, with you know, other entrepreneurs all the time, probably like a few times a week. And so I was just really missing that sit down, sip a coffee, talk about things that matter. You know, with friends at coffee dates, it's like, oh, I'm, I'm talking about things that matter to me, you know, family problems or stuff like that. And then you're with clients or you're with business people and you talk about the craziness, like you said, of social media or the ups and downs of, you know, what you're doing for work. And I just miss that release. And so I've been trying to do that um, every Saturday morning, have a space where we can share how we're feeling and what's going on and what we're struggling with. And it's a new way of connecting that we haven't done before. It's intentional and virtual. It's weird. Mm -hmm. No, I love that. And it's kind of like a coffee shop, right? Like when you step into a coffee shop and then you can easily pick up a conversation with anyone sitting down around you. And I love that you create that space virtually and it is intentional. And it's just like, you, you put out that like, Hey, like this is just a safe space for us to like express our feelings, what we are going through, because I think now more than ever, we do need support. And we, again, like we're all facing the same thing and it's like at a different scale for everybody, Mm -hmm. but for you to be able to show up in that way and just be like, Hey, like every Saturday I'm doing this and you're more than welcome to join if you'd like to, like, that's such a, it's like a big hug, you know? Um, because I totally missed that too. I, I've been getting so stir crazy, just like not being able to, um, meet with people over coffee because the same thing I'm like oh my gosh any excuse that I could have to meet with someone over coffee just like Mm -hmm. how we were supposed to meet over coffee it really bums me out but it's again like trying to be innovative in the ways of like I still want to connect with you and how can we make that happen and even with like friends that were like oh we should totally hang out soon and this was before the shelter in place stuff but Mm -hmm. um to be able to open up your browser and just be like, hey, let's catch up over a Zoom call or a FaceTime or Google Hangouts, whatever it is, I think it's so nice and very comforting because like I have my grandma's 90th birthday coming up on the 14th. She's in a nursing home. So unfortunately we won't be able to see her. And that was probably my biggest heartbreak due to the coronavirus is that like, I won't be able to celebrate with my grandma. And it's been like a tradition every single year to like eat with her, celebrate her and just like be there and to like not be there physically really, really just makes me sad. So like we had to get innovative. We're creating like this Google Hangout and then she's going to have like a nurse bring a laptop to her so she, she, we could see her still and then we're going to deliver food for her but you know it's it is really hard when like all these restrictions are in place right that's the hardest part is knowing that like we can't do something and then that just makes you want to do it more right because it's just like yeah you kind of want what you can't have mm-hmm. 
And um, that's kind of like where I'm at. It's just like, man, like I, I, now that I can't go outside and have coffee, like I want it so bad. And like, I want to like meet with people and I miss these like large events and connecting with people in person. But there is a testament to say that this is strengthening relationships and people are calling it physical distancing, not social distancing, because there's people being social now more than ever of like, I want to keep up with my friends. And, you know, I really want to stay in touch and do all these things and um, create space. And that's why I think it's wonderful that like, you know, you have your podcast and you're creating space every Saturday for this like virtual coffee collective. And it's however you want to show up, anything goes, you know, and Mm -hmm there's so much opportunity and it's just like, again, being intentional. And it's just like, what groups do you want to be a part of? Like we have the time now. I don't know. I remember reading an article um, not too long ago that was saying like, once we come out of this, like the social construct is going to change. People aren't going to do handshakes anymore. People won't hug anymore. And I'm like, I think it might be the opposite though. I think people are going to embrace and miss that physical human connection I, I actually read this book called Belong by Radha Agrawal. She's the co-founder of Daybreaker, which is like a, a sober morning party. It's so cool. Sounds um, really neat. <laughs> they have like dance parties, basically. It was just like a group of friends who decided like, we want to get pumped up and just like dance it out and bring in really good energy. And one of the things that she talks about is like connection and building community and like how to look inward so you could project outwards. And again, it's like you need to do that inner work for you to show up because it's just like, how are you going to show up for other people if you don't show up for yourself first? Mm -hmm. And um, one of the things that she says is just like, there's so much serotonin or dopamine or something that releases like when you hug someone and it's just kind of like that adrenaline rush, right? Like Mm -hmm. there's something so beautiful when you do have that physical touch with someone and it doesn't have to be sexual by any means, but it's just that, that mutual, like, Oh, it's so good to see you like welcome. So during their events now, they're like a global company. They greet every single person with a hug. Like, Anytime you check in, you get a hug. And like, I remember they actually had one here in San Diego a few months ago. And we went there to film like just a specific portion of the event. But when we arrived, like, yeah, everyone was dancing, loving on each other. And I was like, where, where did we like walk into? I had no idea. That's so fun. <laughs> and it was just like such a cool change of pace because I've never been in a space where people were just unapologetically themselves people were in like costume and then it was themed in red because I think it was February so it was like the theme of love and you know it was just really cool to see all of these people gather for the sole purpose of just letting go surrendering and just enjoying life for those few hours by dancing doing yoga before the event started like the actual dancing started and then just like ending the event with like an intention and it was so beautiful like I was only there for like 30 minutes but I was just like wow like this is cool like I want to be a part of this and I think we need more of that you know I think we do need more spaces though it won't be in person for quite some time just like again like 
showing up and being unapologetically yourself, which is why it's amazing that you're doing that live every Saturday, because you're allowing people to share their truth and share just like, you know, what they're going through and just Mm -hmm. like giving people space to be themselves is so powerful. Absolutely. And hopefully if we can do that in the virtual space so that when all of this is over, that we're more willing to be ourselves, we're more willing to share our emotions, we're more willing to take up space and to give others space. And, you know, I was thinking something you mentioned earlier was about like the hustle mindset and how our culture is so fast moving. And I just wanted to comment on that for a second. Like I, I feel like I'm one of those people that is always going so fast and it took me a long time to really come to terms with that and accept that and, and be like, you know, this is who I am and I'm proud of it. Um, but especially now with this shift and this change, I'm kind of forced to like physically slow down in a sense, but it makes my mind go even crazier. But I don't know. I was thinking about the hustle mindset and how we're always, you know, trying to meet with people, trying to go to events, trying to go here, trying to go there. And I think this current time invites a state of being as opposed to a state of doing. Mm, mm-hmm. And so I don't know when I, when I think about my like live virtual coffee dates, I'm like, maybe my goal was kind of like, you know, we're not rushing to go meet somebody and buying a coffee and, you know, getting all antsy and then thinking about the next thing on our list. It's kind of like we're intentionally showing up to this space to just be. Yes. That is so powerful. Yeah. I think that's beautiful. And, you know, like you said, hopefully that once this is all over, it can transcend to something in the physical space, right? Where you can share space and allow others to just be like, hey, I love that you did that. And, you know, like, I would love to meet with you over coffee down the line. Just being is something I also struggle with as well, because like, being a planner, being just like this, this person on the back end that like needs to know every single thing that's going on. I had to let go of any expectation of any goals. I was like, it's the start of quarter two. And I'm like, totally fine. Not setting quarter two goals. You know what I mean? And that's like very, it's weird. Not like me. Yeah. Cause I'm just like, well, everything's kind of just up in the air. So what's the point of setting goals? If I just know it may or may not happen for coffee and convos. Like a big goal that we had this year was to bring back our live event. Um, it's called unfiltered where we bring together artists, musicians, um, coffee and food vendors and invite the community to just show up, hang out, enjoy live music and enjoy like live artists painting or like really connect with other artists in our community as just like a hey let's all like a big like think of like a big pop-up coffee shop with all of your favorite things right sounds so fun (laughs) it is and I was actually very excited about it because we had a venue secured we had like a few vendors secured for June And it's just like the probability of it happening is very unlikely just due to what's happening right now. And I've accepted the fact that like, okay, you know, I can't be upset that I won't be able to host this event, but how can I take the same aspects of the event and um, kind of innovate it in in a unique way? So like one of the ideas that I have that I'm hoping to implement is to invite 
um, an artist or a musician to record themselves, like no fancy anything, just like record themselves and then like premiere their stuff every other Friday on the Coffee and Convos platform and call it Unfiltered Fridays. I love so, that. Thank you. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. I just kind of like put the idea out there literally yesterday and I was telling my team, I was like, I want to do this. How do we do this? Can we do it? And like, <laughs> it is unfortunate that this event will likely not happen. And if it does, it probably won't be until the end of the year or maybe even next year. But you know what? Like, it is what it is. And just like being okay with it. And like you said, just being, just being, being still, finding that stillness and just accepting like whatever happens, happens. And not like, I don't know, that sounds kind of like morbid right now when I said that, but like in terms of like a future we can't control, right? It's like, yes, we can't control the outcome. So we just kind of have to let go. And I think you're speaking to careers and business as opposed to like the actual like, illness, of course, like yeah. those are two different <laughs> things. So, um, but no, I, I, I was tracking with you where it's like, we can't control what's going to happen with our businesses or with our events or with the things that we spent, you know, time and money and effort and passion trying to build, but perhaps it could lead to different opportunities, maybe ones that we haven't even thought of. So it all goes back to perspective, you know, can we shift the way we look at things that are happening and keep, you know, rather than focusing on, okay, what can I do now? And how can I, how can I fix this? And how can I make it better? It's like, maybe we can just be and let, you know, let life kind of unfold and just be open to how things are going to be so different, but maybe that's a good thing. And maybe that's a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. I love that. And I completely, completely agree. I'm such a control freak that like, you know, I kind of plan out like what the rest of my life will look like. And if it's like not on track, I'm like freaking out. So this was a huge hit for me when I was just like, well, there goes everything. Like there's that meme of like that dog, um, (laughs) but like the newspaper and like everything else is on fire. And that was like literally me for two weeks of like, this is fine. It's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. (laughs) And, um, you know, I do believe that, um, we will come out of this situation a lot stronger when, you know, we're forced to adapt and we're kind of forced to kind of like be innovative and creative with like, how we spend our time now. And, you know, there will be people who may not like think as positively, but again, like you said just now is just like, you have to be in control of your perspective. Like your perspective and your mindset is everything, especially during this time. And it's just like, it's like a muscle, you have to train it. So it's just like, yeah, you're not gonna wake up and be like, I'm so positive today. Um, You do have to take the steps of like, what what grounds you what's going to bring you peace I have to start every single day with like a meditation and I use insight timer it's free and they have a bajillion different like meditations on there that you could search for and right now because I cannot articulate like my feelings and just like write down my thoughts because there's a lot I follow a journaling prompt and it's I think it's like Amber Ray. She has like a 30 day journal challenge that started on the 22nd of March that I've been following. And it's just been like really reigniting like questions I haven't asked myself in a long time. And like Mm. being in that reflective state of, okay, really thinking about things. Like I think one of the prompts was like, write a letter to yourself as your 70 year old self. And then I was just like, damn, I'm going to make it to 70. That's awesome. (laughs) And um, just really thinking like beyond this, there is a life 
you know, there is a life that we are going to live beyond the coronavirus and beyond COVID-19 and all of this distress, like there will be light at the end of the tunnel and this too will pass. Like this is definitely a trying time for all of us, but setting those standards for yourself so that you do show up for yourself. And then you do practice some sort of perspective and mindset to be like, you know what, I'll be fine. The last two weeks were a moment of rest for me, but now it's like a moment of innovation and creativity and just coming up with ways to really walk out of this stronger than I was when I entered. Absolutely. I think you nailed it when you said, you know, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. And it reminds me of, you know, just how we met. I mean, we met over social media and we were planning to meet in person and it didn't work out because we were just so busy and so filled. And now here we are talking on this Mm -hmm. podcast. So I think there are so many positive opportunities and positive things to come from this. And I just want to thank you for, for coming on the podcast and for sharing so much of your heart and soul with my audience. I just really feel like they can grab a hold of your words and find comfort because I'm sure a lot of them can connect exactly with what you're saying. Mm, Thank you so much for having me. This is actually such a full circle moment for me personally, because two years ago is when I left my corporate job. So for me to feel like, dang, like it's been two years since I've worked for myself and started working for myself and to be able to share my story. And though it's like such a weird trying time, like I appreciate you inviting me on and being able to share a little bit of vulnerability of myself, because again, like this is so needed. And thank you so much for allowing me to share just a piece of myself.